I just got, I got five minutes where I just want to ask you a question. What do you see? What do you see? You know, maybe today you just see a new building and um, there will be some of you um, and you'll look at some bits and, and you won't like it. That's all right. You'll live. And there'll be other bits where, you know, you will like it and you, other bits which you'll, you'll love. It's really funny because for me, you know, it's been such a journey that like at the moment, I'm like every bit of stuff on the floor I'm picking up. All right, I'm like, I'm like, I'm saying to everyone, don't touch that, be careful, don't do that. Alice and my wife says, you're not like that at home. She says, you pick up your bike and you put it through the hall and you take chunks out of the hall and she's absolutely right, I do. And publicly, I apologise. <laughs> but there's something about the journey that we've been on here and who it's for. I don't care about my own house. I really care about God's. And there's something about the journey that we've been on. And maybe you just see a building. Or maybe you just see a church that loves doing new things all the time. So we've got a new name this year. We've got a new building this year. We've launched a new church in Hagley. Listen, if that's all you see, you're missing it. You see, maybe there's what you see. But what I see is I see a group of people on a journey which is becoming an incredible adventure. I see a group of people who are incredibly faithful Guys, many of you in this church, you've been with us right from the early days and you're still here. You've been giving sacrificially. You know, I think about some of the money that we've raised. You know, I mean, it's amazing. And, and some of you are, have been blessed with money and you've given a lot of money. But can I say you that some of the, the stories that have touched my heart the most is, is, is a few years ago when we did our first capital campaign for the building. And, and, a, and, a, and an old aid pensioner came to me and said, I haven't got a lot of money, but I'm going to stop reading my daily newspaper every day for the next two years. And I'm going to give all that money to the building. And I'm so grateful that that guy is still is here today to witness that as well you know I see a group of people who are incredibly faithful and incredibly resilient as well because we've had to uh, cope with quite a lot haven't we uh, over these these years as well and, and I see a, a group of people that I'm incredibly proud of this morning I'm incredibly proud to to get to walk with you and, and to to lead you and to and to be a part of you as a community you're an incredible group of people and, um, you know, I, I want to say that, that I think us as a group of people, we're so focused outward. We exist for others. We want to bless and serve our community. And because we are like that, you know, on Wednesday night, our elders, we were here and, and, and nobody else was here in the building. The builders had gone. You know, they were here till all, all hours this week getting everything ready. And there were just the leaders here. And we were gathered at the front and we were praying over this place. And, uh, and as we were praying, we, we, we said... We said, you know, what, what do you think is the right thing to do in terms of an offering? Because we always take an offering in church. And what we feel this morning is that we want to take an offering. Uh, right at the end, we're going to do it. But it isn't going to be for us. It's going to be for others. Because as we move into our new spiritual home, we want to give some money to those who are creating home and hope for other people. Some of those will be people that we're connected with. You know, it's people that are offering home for asylum seekers and refugees. We work with the homeless in inner city Birmingham. We want to give some money to that. You know, and, and many of our, you know that we're very passionate about the world. And I'm sure some of you guys around the world are watching us this morning. And we're really passionate about you and what God's doing in your communities. Next year, we're going to be going to South Africa again, sending a team. So we want to give some of that money to 10,000 homes who are creating and building home and hope for orphan kids in sub-Saharan Africa. So when we ask you to give this morning, it's not for our home. It's for those who are creating home for other people because that's what we're about. Is that a good thing to do? So we thought the first thing that we do financially in this new building is to give money away. 
for those who are creating home. And I'm incredibly proud to lead a group of people like you guys and that beats within your heart. That is absolutely awesome. But you know, it doesn't really matter what you see when you look at this building. And it doesn't really matter what I see. My third question is, is what does God see? What does God see? And I think God sees a place where people can do and will discover life. You know, one of our elders uh, this week as we were praying, she prayed this. She said, this building, Lord, has been a burden and now it's become a blessing. And it was like a prophetic statement because our heart is for people who carry burdens in life, that they would meet a God who blesses them and who takes those burdens away. And you know, you know that we were about to put this building, these two buildings on the market and sell them. And then we had the fire. God had other ideas. This, burden, this building had become a burden for us, this very one. And now here it is as a blessing. But you do know, don't you, that this building here, when we bought it, used to be the job centre. From the pillars to this, all this building here was the job centre. This is where people used to queue up looking for work and looking for hope. The building behind was a factory and when we bought it, the Black Country Food Bank took it on and they rented it from us for several years. So both of these buildings were places where people in society who had burdens, who were looking for hope and looking for help used to come. Let me tell you, nothing's changed. Our society needs that even more now than it ever has done. And as a church, that's what we're all about, isn't it? Creating home and creating hope and helping people change those burdens into a blessing. I think God sees a place where people can do and will discover life. But I think also he sees a people who are positioning themselves at the right time and in the right way. You see, with God, when he gets a place and a people positioned right and lined up with his presence, he can do and will do more than we can ask or imagine. There's something that God wants to release now in us as a church as we go forward into the future. In 2009, at our 35th anniversary, friends of ours, Paul and Priscilla Reed from Belfast, were over here speaking, and Brian and Cynthia were with us. And Priscilla gave a prophetic word. If you don't know what that is, it's, it, it's something that she felt God say to us. And this is what she said. When Job describes God's creation, he says, and this is but the outer fringe of him. What God is saying to you is that what you've experienced to date is merely the outer fringe of his works. Job also says you've merely heard his faint whisper and God has much more to say through you and that whisper is growing stronger and stronger. What you've seen in your youth, children and community work is merely the outer fringe and God has so much more. And then she said this, are you prepared to hazard and risk all in order to see the more that God has for you? Brian and Cynthia, with the group of people at the beginning, were willing to hazard and risk all. Are you willing and prepared to hazard and risk all? The vision that is before you will require as great a faith, if not more faith, than the original vision. God will open the storehouses in heaven and provide for you, but only in proportion to the willingness on your part to give. As you give, he will multiply and you will have baskets to give away. You have merely seen the outer fringe. You've merely heard the faint whisper of his power. Isn't that amazing? As I read over that again, you know, my prayer this week and all over the last few weeks has been this, that as we cut the ribbon on a new building, that God would cut something open in the spiritual world. That as we open the doors of a new building, God would open the floodgates of heaven. And I want to read some words from the Psalms as I finish. Psalm 126, from what, Psalm 126 says this, When the Lord brought back his exiles to Jerusalem, it was like a dream. 
In, in another translation, it says, when the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, <laughs> we were like those who dreamed. You know, we always will be that. That's part of who we are. Just because we've changed our name. You know, the message is the same. We're the same. We're just evolving and growing with God. Then it says this, we were filled with laughter and we sang for joy. And the other nations said, what amazing things the Lord has done for them. Yes, the Lord has done amazing things for us. What joy. Restore our fortunes, Lord, as streams renew the desert. Those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. You know, we've had some tears, haven't we, guys, over the last few years together. But the Bible says those who have those tears, who plant in tears, who are faithful in tears, who endure in tears, who give in tears, will then harvest with great joy. They weep as they go to plant their seed, but they sing as they return with the harvest. I am convinced that God sees a place and God sees a people lining up with His presence. But even more than that, ultimately, I think what God sees here is a person and that person is Jesus. I think God sees Jesus more than anything else. You see, the Bible says that we are the bride of Christ. And you know, in a few weeks time, um, uh, Rebs and Matt are gonna be the first people to be married here. And, and Rebs is gonna walk down the aisle and all of the eyes are gonna be on the bride. But in a Jewish wedding, all of the eyes aren't on the bride, they're on the groom. And we're the bride of Christ and it's not about us, it's all about Him. And the Bible says it isn't, it isn't Christ and you, the hope of glory. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. When Jesus sees us, guys, when God sees us, He sees Jesus. And I want you to know this morning, it is all about Him. It's not about our name, Zion, Elim, Life Central. That doesn't mean anything compared to the name of Jesus. That's why we do what we do. That's why we build what we build. That's why we give what we give, because of Him. We live and exist to make Him famous. He is the only person that is worth anything. The glory we live for is not a new building. It's not a new location. It's not a new anything. The glory we live for is the person of Jesus, isn't it? And there's an old hymn that says this, how sweet the name of Jesus sounds in a believer's ears. It soothes our sorrows, heals our wounds and drives away our fear. I don't know about you, but there's so many people out there in our community They've got fears, they've got wounds, they've got sorrows. The only name that can help them is the name of Jesus. That's what this is about. The beautiful, powerful, wonderful name of Jesus. Let's stand.